Podcast. I'm here with Rob again. And, um, you know, for those of us who are following along with um, uh, The Leftovers. What, the Leftovers. Yes, I wanted to say The Fallen. Why did I want to say The Fallen? I'm like, The Fallout. I was going to call it The Fallout. But no, it's it's The Leftovers. I forgot the name of the show we were doing. Um, and we, uh, yeah, so we did season one before, and now we're doing season two and season three up to episode three. That's where we are, right, Rob? Right, right. And you're, uh, you're, you haven't released these, ep- these, these discussions because you're afraid of spoilers, which I think is at, at this fair. moment. By the time the people hear this one, right, the first one will have been out. Yeah, one. but yes. this is just to show how careful you are, which I think uh, indicates just how how important and interesting this. The show has been to you. I think it's. I think well, it's fascinating. I think it's a. I well, think season two is actually better than season one. I think it's great. Well, we could. Yeah, we could talk about it. So yeah. So if you're if you if you are following along, um, spoilers up to season three, episode three. Um, yeah, turn it off if you don't want to hear anything. Okay. Um, so just tell me, like, yeah, just tell me sort of where you're at because I have a reaction to sort of uh, where it's been going. But what's yeah. your general overall impression? Oh, I mean, I think it's clear by now. Up to, yeah, up to season three, episode three. I think it's clear by now we're probably. It doesn't seem like we're moving toward any. Um, uh, what is it? Any any kind of answer to what yeah. the departure was, right? Like, there's yeah. no, you know, because if if it was that kind of show, then there would be like a um, side characters that would have developed by because there's only three seasons, right? So you would have think thought by now there would have been some de- characters developed who are scientists or theologians or Matt would have, you know, joined whatever reconciled with the guilty remnant and they would have been seeking answers or there would have been signs, something like that. But it's not, it doesn't seem to be that kind of show. It really is um, more like a character study, right? Like more about how these people are dealing with the aftermath of it and trying to determine what, like, so I'll, I'll, I'll say this. So the, the opening of season two um to me, remember it was the the cave cave woman sequence, right? Yeah, like that the, was good. Yeah. so so that was like the opening of season two of this this young woman who's pregnant and she watches uh, an earthquake and it kills her entire uh, group of I suppose like fellow hunter gatherers or whatever kills them all and she's pregnant she's wandering through whatever this is uh, and uh, and then she, uh, through the landscape and then gives birth and and so I think for her this was like. Um, her experience of that earthquake killing everyone she knows was supposed to be some kind of allegory for how the people in the show feel about the departure. Because from this cave woman's perspective, that earthquake is equally inexplicable, right? Like it's some supernatural force for all she knows. Like she doesn't understand what happened there. All she knows is that a bunch of people that she cared about or whatever, they died. And so from the perspective of the people in the show, departure occurs and for them it's like this inexplicable event and they're trying to move on so that's kind of how i understood that um and then that's like sort of what this whole show is about and then yeah we can get into miracle and some of the the specific characters but that's kind of what i'm getting from the show is like it's not about solving the mystery well the song for season two um is sort of a clue right because it's got this chorus i think i'm just gonna let the mystery be right it's like some oh, people yeah, say yeah, this, yeah. some people that yeah the um, opening the, for for each season is different the the theme song for each season yeah 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 uh i i think you're right we're not heading towards resolution we're not progressing and finding any kind of uh explanation um and you you, you seem okay with that you know, the difference between the cave woman and this is like, there, we know there's a scientific explanation for that. This is like, you know, it's like, a, oh, everyone is trying to find a purpose. But if that's the point, if it's just like everyone is trying to look for signs and look for some purpose and like getting scammed and whatever, like, okay, you made the point. Like, are you just going to keep showing like for like, I, you know, I realize like some like in the middle of season two, like, okay, that's where we're going. Like, are we just going to have the rest of the season? Just like people looking for something. Cause that's just very, very predictable. Right. Um, so if you're not going to give us the mystery and you're just going to keep beating our heads with like people are looking for, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, purpose in sort of random events, then like, you know what are we watching like i think there has to be some kind of progression here you know I, like because you you, you can't have this world where it's like there is this miraculous event but then like you never explain it and all you're showing is like how people react if you want to say the universe is cold then you know it, it's atheistic and nothing happens like okay but like that's not the world but that it's also purposeless right so i i don't know like exactly what to do with all this 
Yeah, I mean, it's clear by now, I think, that the show, that 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 it, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't necessarily have a scientific explanation. Um, you know, the show kind of plays. I mean, we might get there. I'm not completely giving up on getting there. I mean, there is that, yeah. guy, like, Dora's going to go, uh, like, get zapped into, oh, isn't yeah, she on yeah, her yeah. way to do that? Like, yeah, yeah, maybe that'll true. work. Maybe that's just going to yeah, be the... Yeah, I mean, answer. okay. But the, I guess, like, it's also, like, not mutually exclusive, I guess. There there, there can be scientific explanations, but then there could... Because what I'm thinking about is the the episode with Kevin in International Assassin and how he keeps dying and coming back. And I don't think you can explain that. You know, I, I know Matt Jameson thinks he's the second coming of Jesus. But yeah. even if he's not, like, clearly there's some... At least to me, like my my appraisal of that is that there's got to be some kind of supernatural explanation. The wandering through the hotel, the uh, you know, the second homage to to the Kevin Finnerty sequence from The Sopranos of him waking up after drinking poison and then having to kill Patty and coming back to life. And I mean, I guess you know, maybe maybe this is all just sort of like a delirious episode that he had when he his body was just coping with uh, the poison or something, and it's all just an elaborate dream. Yeah. But that seems but, uh, to me unlikely. Yeah, but uh, the 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 black guy, what's his name? He shot him. Virgil. Um, oh no no, no. Uh, uh, John. <laughs> John. John, right? Yeah. Well, actually, John John shot Virgil too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who's Virgil? Virgil is the the older black guy who gave him the poison. It's oh, uh, dad. Erica's dad. Yeah. Yeah, it's Erica's dad. I, no, I thought it was his dad. No no no, Erica's dad. Are you sure? Because I thought he yeah. molested him. I thought he molested John he did. when he was he a did. kid. I thought that was he did. Oh, but he, yeah. for, as a, as but a, it was Erica's dad, yeah. friend or something. Uh, he well, they don't, they don't really explain daughter? that part. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't know the the story about okay. how they knew each other when he was a kid, but it, it was revealed later mm-hmm. that it was uh, her dad. Uh-huh. We don't yeah. know. He's oh, and uh, didn't he job like castrate him or something? Like shoot him in the nuts? Yeah, he shot him. Yeah, he shot him in the in the groin. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. And then, like, he goes and he helps. Yeah, the, he shoots himself. Right. So there is supernatural here. And I, yeah, John shoots him, but he comes back. He's just like he doesn't die, right? He's he just has a. Uh, I don't know exactly. Don't the know, bullet goes right through him. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and also, they drown him too. I mean, they, he, he, he tries to drown himself. himself. Yeah. Yeah. And then the lake immediately clears of water to save him yeah. from drowning. Right. So there is super. You can't just have a world where like you want to – the point is it's all like random and purposeless and then like have all this supernatural – like something is like – you know, it's just like it feels random. It feels like there must be something tying all this together, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it's like random, a world of random miracles. <laughs> it's like yeah. a world where just like well, people like – some people are chosen and nothing. I wonder if the show will – like the, you know, this isn't – um you know, this is on HBO. This is supposed to be for, you know, the sophisticated television watcher. My my guess is it'll end on, on a kind of an ambiguous note. Like it'll it'll basically sort of end in a note where acknowledging that the supernatural exists, but it won't explain, you know, it's not going to just come out and say like, yes, this is like, like the Christian God exists or, you know, the, the skies aren't going to open up with angels or anything, but it's going to have some kind of foolproof, scene or a sequence indicating that uh that somehow there's like another realm or some kind of supernatural forces are at work here yeah yeah well i mean how do you, do you know how many episodes we have left uh, uh there's five left so there's only eight episodes in the final okay season. wow yeah that's yeah. not a that's not a lot of time for how much we've got to we've got to explain yeah. that's all right i'm interested to see how they how they figure how they yeah, I don't out. think there's that much left, though, to like, as far as the characters go, right? Like, I think you can only do, like, you, you know, you, you, you mentioned. You can only so kill only, Kevin, yeah. yeah. He keeps, keeps yeah, dying. You can only kill Kevin so many times. You can only go, like, like sort of, uh, uh, you know, repeat the the sort of psychological traumas or whatever yeah. of these characters. You know, like with Kevin, season three, it opens with him seemingly okay and then then you see him tie a bag around his neck with the tape and he's breathing and clearly he's like working things out with himself and so like you know when you see that it's kind of like okay so kevin's not okay but it's like you can't watch three seasons of kevin just like dealing with the same thing over and over right (laughs) like i'm kind of glad that it's only eight episodes because you know i don't want to to stay much longer with the characters behaving the same way 
And then you have Kevin C and you're like, okay, now we're just going to go to Australia and have some Aborigines. Like, okay, like now this guy's going to look for signs here and he's going to, you know, go to this new place. And although gonna be this, although this I did fancy. laugh when uh, the women drowned the other Chief Kevin. That was like, <laughs> well, they had to show him being a jerk, right? Yeah, and, and, like, so, that, so that we would still feel sympathy for the women yeah. somehow. Like, oh, you yeah. know, they're not so bad. But, yeah. I mean, but the guy was like, you can't go home early. Like, you know, he tells that guy, it's like, he's, he's, like, he's just telling him to do his job. Like, yeah. does it not go home to his dog? Like, he's a cop. I think he should, you know, I don't know if the guy was that bad. Right? He's yeah. like, oh, it's not sweetheart. I'm like, go drown him, you sexist, and, you know, you, you cocky sexist uh, cop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they, yeah, then they, yeah, he threw him the, well, he, he hit a deer with his car, and then he threw the, whatever he was, like the deputy, his subordinate, the keys. It's like, you know, I'm going to take your car. You go get the, give this one a wash. Oh, he, oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't notice so that. That's what they had thought. to, yeah. you know, they had to like establish him as a bad guy okay. and then they drowned okay, him. Now I think he deserves but, to die. But okay, I was yeah, like, he blamed someone else for Well, I don't know if you, you're supposed to think he deserves to die, but you're basically, I think the purpose was so that you don't no think of the Australian women are, are, are monsters, right? Like, oh, they're, you know, it's understandable. And then they, they, they humanize her later when she says, well, you know, they her, didn't know that. I mean, they her didn't family know died. That. It's, very, it's very logical. They, I mean, they, it's not logical. They didn't know that he, he hit a deer and blamed the other guy, but okay. No, no, it's for the viewer. It's for the sake of yeah. the viewer, right? So that we don't hate these women and particularly the one woman who, uh, who saves uh, Kevin senior and then tells him the story of her son and kids dying and everything, Rather, no, 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 her husband, uh, uh, departed and then her kids like starved to death or something. And so, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, though, I mean, that was actually an interesting episode for me. At least it was a change of pace. It kind of reminded me a little, it was a little too similar to the now, how old is that episodes with how Matt Jameson. Wait, so the, the, this is seven years after the, um, uh, uh, the departure and she had like young age children. She's like 65, <laughs> isn't she? Uh, she looks pretty, pretty advanced at age yeah, this yeah. is you know maybe the whole you know you i think you and i joked about this before the, when we were chatting or something texting about how maybe the whole like the the straussian reading of the show is that um you know old women can get pregnant it's sort of a psyop to tell yeah. like middle-aged women it's right a- because you got Lori Lori garvey who's like 40 when she's pregnant and the baby departs and then you have um yeah was the other older one? Oh, oh Matt, Matt Jameson's wife. Um, yeah. Uh, Mary, Mary Jameson. Yeah. She's like, yeah. you know, yeah, she's, she has like cerebral palsy or I don't know. Oh no, no, no. She, she was hit by the car. She was struck yeah. and, 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 and paralyzed. And then she gets pregnant at age 40 something. And now you yeah. have this like Australian woman who's <laughs> like, apparently young women don't get, uh, oh no, no, no. There was the Asian, the Asian girl, the teenage Asian girl. She got pregnant. So yeah, you know, yeah, what yeah. young women can get pregnant, but the old, yeah, old women can get pregnant in this world. Well, that is another I mean, miracle, right? That's maybe that's another yeah, supernatural yeah. part of the world is that, yeah. you know, <laughs> old women are getting pregnant. Well, we talked about, I don't know if, I don't know if we talked about it or not, but, um, uh, the, um, uh, the, uh, uh, yeah, like the, the fetus disappearing. I, I don't know if we talked about this last episode. Or we just texted about it, but yeah, the fetus disappearing was Lori like Garvey's oh, fetus, and I was wondering, yeah, yeah, uh, the, the, yeah, the, uh, Kevin's wife, and then I was thinking it must have worked in reverse. There must have been a case where the woman disappeared and the fetus stayed, right? Yeah. And that would have been weird. It just would have been a fetus on the floor, and like the woman is gone, right? Because the fetus and the woman are separable. You can't just have the fetus disappear. That would and be like, interesting. Yeah. It would have settled the abortion debate, right? Because people would have been like, oh, it's a life or it's not. We now, like, God has come and, like, settled the debate for us. Well, is there really a debate? <laughs> like, well, that's a whole other question. But, but yeah, okay. Well, I think, uh, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, yeah, that, 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 that had to have happened. And, and so, yeah, you had, uh, you have the, like, yeah, the, these new characters. Yeah. Or maybe they're just cause they're connected. Like they're connected mm-hmm. through the umbilical cord. They just have to go with them. No, they yeah. just, yeah, I don't know. You have to know where, where exactly the baby ends and the, and the woman begins. Yeah. Well, so do you think that these, I mean, these Australian women, like, are they meant to play a big role? Well, the one woman in particular who, who saves Kevin senior, I mean, she seemed to have come out of nowhere it's kind of unclear yeah. what he's doing exactly. I mean, it's, you know, th- I guess this is another um, sort of piece of evidence that the supernatural exists is that so so Kevin Sr. talks about how he uh, did this drug, God's Tongue, and and lost track of time for like two weeks and woke up on the other side of Australia. Mm. But during that time, you see him speak with Kevin 
Jr. when he's um, in the hotel. Remember when Kevin is in the International Assassin episode and he turns on the TV and he sees his dad? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. his dad in Australia uh, yeah. who's high on this drug. So how are they communicating? Right. Like yeah. there's, they're communicating on like a different plane or something, different, different dimension. Um, so something's going on there too. It seems like, yeah, uh, something else is going on there. Like that can't be explained through just like pure science. No, no. I, I think we're beyond yeah. like, is the supernatural yeah. real? Like there was this guys from like MIT or whatever who bought uh, Nora's house and are like, oh, we think it's location. There was some kind of, you know, so maybe there's going to be a scientific, cause it could be like, science but like science fiction it's like stretch like there's some magnetic field in the universe so like nora goes to the other side and then talks to everyone yeah. so i guess this is how you can find some kind of multiverse like, oh, so yeah science fiction there was science and then somehow it explains these different things doesn't seem like that kind of show though like it doesn't feel like a science fiction show uh it seems yeah this i don't know the whole show gives See, off like a much more religious vibe yeah, um the religious, i mean it's skeptical religious. of religion you know like you know it's, kevin is, yeah, it's all it's skeptical of religion, but it's also like religion is real. Like, there's no Islam. I, we talked about there's like no Islam <laughs> or Judaism. Like, it's only Christian. It's not like Hindus have like a theory and like Buddhists. It's like, uh, it's like Christians are the only religion, which is like Christianity seems like the only religion in this world. I did see some rabbis somewhere and once I'm like, because I noticed I'm like, oh, there's some rabbis just because it was like you know so unusual. Uh, but like, yeah, there's not a lot. You know, there's um, just Christianity, right? Um, yeah, is it religious? Is it supernatural? Um, is it science fiction? Is it a combination? Uh, yeah, I tend not to like the combination, like the things where they're combinations. I don't like, I, I didn't like Interstellar. Like Interstellar, I thought like, where you try to like, like say it. science is like, you know, there's sorry, it was sorry, I won't give away Interstellar, but it, it was sort of like that. Um, yeah. I remember the, not liking Interstellar. I remember being like, I thought it was too cheesy yeah uh, I, there was something about it that i yeah that was like one of the weaker christopher yeah. nolan well, movies yeah I so i yeah i thought season two it started out good i i thought the uh like the, the you know the the black family what are they called what's their name uh the murphys murphys are you sure yes that sounds wrong john murphy uh from uh left i'm correct I don't know if it's right, but I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it is John Murphy. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you see, why was John Murphy reading, um, you know, when he when they wake him up when we're first introduced? Oh, yeah. He's talking about the books. And, yeah. Bio, biography of Mandela. And the other one was Lenin. Is this supposed to be with like middle class? I, I feel like, you know, I feel like right. maybe like Lenin and Mandela are both sort of like left wing, like terrorists. Um, maybe people don't see Mandela like that, but it's like you know they do what it takes. And Mandela sort of might be worse, but yeah, Mandela might be worse. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to. I don't want to dismerge the man of you know who led <laughs> the Russian like Revolution. Leftist, yeah, it's like a like, but that's like sort of him. He's like he does what it takes to like you know like uh, enforce his vision on the town, and if anyone tries to like rip people off or when, when I saw those books, that made perfect sense to me. I mean, like you know, you meet like middle class or sort of college educated uh black people and like yeah that's like those are the kind of books you would expect right like i mean i guess maybe you would expect something about like barack obama or uh something like that i don't know no, uh, thurgood too. marshall well, yeah, sell out i, I, I think know. he would probably say he's a yeah yeah you, th- you think that john, john murphy would call <laughs> obama a sellout <laughs> yeah oh, come, uh, no i don't I, think I, so sort of, well i mean lenin and lenin i mean come on that's like oh that's not, interesting that's not, normal, that's not normal middle class black guy reading i, mean, I, I don't think, think they're that well yeah i think I, well yeah, yeah yeah i would i would want it a little bit more about their backstory but yeah i think i think lenin would be on the shelf i, I wouldn't be you know. Yeah, I mean, Mandela makes sense for racial solidarity reasons, but like to be Lenin is like is kind of like more of a serious leftist. Well, probably in his younger days, right? Like, I don't think John Murphy at age whatever forty two and a half, but maybe when he was like twenty, you know, like those are like books from college yeah. or when he was in a more sort of radical, you know, yeah. black power phase or something. So, uh, so yeah. So one thing I, I you know, about the Murphys and about uh. The, the family, um, all these, like, I think the, I, I don't believe, do you believe that uh, the realistic Evie and her friends, like teenage girls are going to like, be able to like put on like an act that they're happy and normal, pull off a disappearance and then want to go live and just smoke all day in silence. Like, is this, is this realistic? I think, well, 
like I, I don't think the average te- I, so I don't think the average teenage girl could do that but I think there are stories of like especially like mostly in like the 60s and the 70s of like seemingly happy suburban white girls who like decide to go off and join a commune or like run away like hitchhike to San Francisco or mm. um you know join some weird commune or cult I don't think it's impossible I mean there were like normal middle class girls who did things like that so okay. and I think like in the wake of like a you know, some, some like crazy thing, like the departure. I think it's possible. I, I mean, it's, I was a little surprised that all three of them got on the same page about it, but like, you know, you only have 10 yeah, episodes and you have to take some narrative shortcuts. You know, if it was just Evie, I thought it would be more believable, but I'm like, all three of these girls decided they're all best friends and they all just happen to, yeah. you know, I mean, that seemed unlikely. Well, but. social contagion, right? Well, I mean, there's two things. Would girls like go disappear? Um, and then would girls disappear into this weird cult which is like you know just smokes all day and you know it's a very it's so feminine like the meg character is just not like her voice too like yeah "Ah, maybe i'll blow up a you know a school bus full of children yeah like why not i have nothing to. it's just like she's so feminine like her look and her uh her voice it just doesn't make sense and you know the uh and, you know like the like the, the the lady who tortures kevin what's her name the uh patty. the big one yeah patty yeah. yeah like that's like nobody like the, the the fat like hr lady like nobody joins a cult like led by fat hr ladies like you don't see that that's not a i i, I have a big problem with sort of the whole remnant you know the whole uh you know the, the guilty remnant like i i just don't think like there are cults like this yeah i mean i i didn't think so either like cults you know, cults are usually run by like a charismatic guy who's trying to like recruit people and then bang their daughters. Yeah. Right. Like that's, you know, like David Koresh, that kind of thing. Yeah. But not, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's mostly, well, it's weird. Like m- most of the main characters that we're familiar with from the guilty remnant from seasons one and two, um, there hasn't been much about them in season three, but they've all been women, but then the guilty remnant does have men, right? Like there was that scene where the the guilty remnant, I think it was, was the final episode of season two, uh, where, you know, you have all these people wearing white, all the, the GR members, like, walking across the bridge into Miracle. And, you know, there's, like, like you know, like, a black guy. Uh, yeah. And, like, you know, like, what's, what's his story? Like, how did he yeah. get, like, I mean, it would have been, fu- been funnier. It would have been funnier if they, like, humiliated the guys in some way. There was, like, some sexual humiliation going on, and you're like, okay, people went crazy, and this is a fetish thing. It would be more consistent with sort of human nature. Um, the way it is now, we're just, like, they, you know, they just joined the HR lady, or just to, like, it has nothing to do with sex, but they're, like, the women are outbreaking the men. That's just not... Yeah, it's not realistic. It's not like anything we could imagine. You could imagine yeah. some pervert, sex, masochistic thing going on, but but not this. It's very sexless. I mean, it's so I, I read an interview with um, the creator of the show, and I think he was trying. You know, he's saying like he's making some point about like how humans continue and endure, or, like how they deal with like massive upheavals. You know, he cited like uh, you know Londoners during the the German Blitz, like how you know people would be working in a factory and then suddenly like you know there's bombings all around them. They go into the shelter and like whatever, like see their families die. They come back out and go back to work. And how do they deal with this? The thing is, like, I don't know of any like did any cults form to like make sure people people didn't forget or I don't know. Like there are weird things that happen, I guess, like Extinction Rebellion and like climate change cultists and like those are very feminine actually, right? Like you've seen like the the, the Twitter videos of like the girls running into like art museums and spraying soup all over a a Rembrandt or something. And so there are like loony young girls who will do stupid things. Um, and I, you know, I, I don't know, like behind the scenes, did they get recruited by a young, I mean, okay. Now I'm coming back around. Maybe it is possible for, for women to get like sort of, yeah, yeah the Holy Wayne cult was a, the Holy Wayne cult was a very sort of kind of, that, 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 that could make sense, right? Like he's yeah. a charismatic, you yeah. know, ma- supposedly girls. magical, and he's just trying to like impregnate well, a bunch of teenage girls. Not, the racial angle were like the, a bunch of white hicks would let this like black sex feed become like their leader. Like I, I think that sort of is the not believable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're sort of like these well, they're, they're, not, they're not hicks, right? Like I wouldn't call um, – what's Kevin's son's name? He's not exactly a hick, but like working yeah. class. He's not like from the you know from a farm, but he's like a no. He dropped out of college. Guy. He dropped out of college to go yeah. to join yeah. uh, join the cult, right? Like I think right. he's, he's, you know, he's he, like you know, a middle he's class the, white guy. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, like state I school. Like, 
Well, how many men? I didn't see many men other than Kevin, uh, son. Um, uh, oh, another thing that wasn't realistic <clears throat> when, when, like, when they were like, uh, when you know, his, him and his mom, they're like, oh, we should just give them something, and he starts like pretending like Wayne gave him the power, and it's like, oh, yeah. it, you remember this? Where, where, uh, what's the son's name again? I'm sorry, I'm bad. With I, I can't, yeah, yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, uh, let's see. Sorry, we're bad at this. <laughs> no, I should have. I should have. Oh, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, it's Tommy. Oh, yeah, Tommy. Okay, so Tommy is. Um, yeah, where so Tommy is like, oh, like his mom tells him, like, we got to give him something to believe in. So he's like going around telling people that, like, I can hug you and take away your pain. Um, you remember? You remember this? Yes, right? I remember. I know. Yeah, yeah, and that's not. It's not like you know. You have to have that personality. Like Wayne just seems like he's sort of like that. Like Tommy is just like a normal dude who just says, "Okay, I'm gonna like lie to people and tell them I have powers now. Now they're gonna believe me." Yeah, um, he's just like knows. a kind of a basic, yeah, yeah. A basic like twenty something year old white guy. Holy Wayne was interesting because like he was he was black, but he had a British accent, and you could like that yeah. alone makes him kind that of magic. unique. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> he has like he has genie vibes, <laughs> <laughs> genie energy. Yeah, so you can tell that guy makes that guy makes a lot of sense. His enjoyment yeah, yeah, of Asian yeah. women makes would, would Asian women run away and join a cult with a black I mean I guess you could imagine yeah Asian women tequila tequila they go crazy sometimes when they get assimilated <laughs> they want to piss off their dads yeah that's a good way to yeah. there are those yeah I think even there yeah they're Asian and white girls too who would yeah depending yeah. on the circumstances and how how angry they are like you can imagine yeah. but, the, but the guys yeah I mean the guys they get I, I think I I need some well, I mean, wait a minute. Wasn't there a uh, there was this guy in Washington State? Wasn't there like the sex guy uh, who was like an Indian? Was he uh, was he Indian Hindu Buddhist something sex cult Washington? Let me see what this was. Uh, the N- N- NXIVM. No, this is something else. This is some kind of uh, no. This is a white guy, some kind of Hollywood thing. There was a uh, what was this thing? It was um ah. Uh, Kenneth. No, he was just a white guy, very tanned, looks like. Um, unless I'm thinking of something different. Anyways, uh, yeah. So usually they're like, uh, you know, usually they're like, so like, you you, you ever learn, read about the uh, fundamentalist Mormons? Uh, a little. Why? So they, they broke off from the Mormon church and they have, you know, uh, you know a bunch of polygamy. Oh, yeah, and like, yeah. They kick out the men. And so they live on the sort of the Arizona-Utah border. And they just kick off the men because they have too many uh, men because they a few guys monopolized. But their profit got raided like 10, 15 years ago. <clears throat> and um, he like banned – it went crazy. Like their profit got raided like the leader of the church. He like banned everyone from breeding because like he can't breed. Nobody can breed. And so like they've just like – I don't know if they, they listen to him or what exactly is going on. But it's usually like some – like they share like a religious tradition or culture for people to be able to uh, control others like this. Hmm. Um and so, yeah, like, yeah, this British black guy with a British accent coming in and like, you know, becoming the leader of all these, you know, I don't know, whites and Asians. I don't know. It's, it's pretty, it's a little bit, a little bit uh, questionable. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's questionable. I don't know. I, it's not that crazy. It's not as crazy as the Guilty Remnants. I mean, that one is like, yeah, that one I have a very, very The Guilty problem. Remnant doesn't make, s- well... I don't know. Like I, I keep my, my, now my mind keeps circling around to like the extinction rebellion and some of these crazy, but that's not, that's not a lot of, that's not a lot of, uh, that's not a lot of commitment. Like they're not like living in common. They're just like going and they're doing, like, uh, doing some attention grabbing thing. And I mean, uh, you know, like, like sitting in the middle of a freeway or like chaining themselves to trees or, um, yeah. Like the girls who are going into the art museums, like whatever, or like some, some of these girls will like glue their hands to the walls of the museum or whatever like they'll do some crazy things um the thing about like like smoking and like living together and like doing potentially sort of yeah. dangerous terroristic acts i don't know i mean yeah cult is different from political movement yeah there's women in yeah. political movements but, but, the, be... but the cult has a, a sort of i don't know if you call it political but they do have like a mission of like getting people to remember the yeah. the departure like they have this mission in mind that they just like some i mean I, I don't even think like you know like does does the cult like brainwash i think it's just like it's attracting messed up people right like if you're just like a an angry like misanthrope uh you know the, just join the guilty remnant and you can you know you can mess with people 
and yeah. and and upset people and piss them off and, and stalk them. Um, I think like there are types who who would join something like that. I'm not I'm not as skeptical as as maybe I was before, uh, especially like angry women, like the kind of girls who are like tearing down the photos of the Israeli kids who were kidnapped, like that kind yeah. of girl would join the guilty remnant <laughs> if it meant like they could piss off their community, right? Like yeah. there is that like undercurrent of feminine anger. I don't think they could like organize like, yeah. like, like mass, uh, mass violence or something like the way that, um, uh, Meg, like Meg, Meg is not like a, she's not a terrorist leader, but like, I could imagine, a like an angry woman just joining something like that. Uh, and like getting under the skin of people by following them around and smoking and, and just stalking them and upsetting them. Like that's some women would enjoy that activity. Yeah. So you're smoking and annoying people. Yeah. It's like a passive aggressive. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that makes sense. Like the, the teenage girls though, like driving the trailer onto the bridge and like saying, you know, we're going to blow this place up in an hour. Like, I don't think that many like teenage girls, uh, would be that fanatical. Yeah. Um, and being willing to risk like arrest and and or, or yeah. potentially like being shot by the police. I don't think that many teenage girls would do something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right, yeah. So the yeah, the town of New York. I mean, yeah. I mean, it is a very just yeah. We talked about race a little bit, but it, it it is it is sort of race blind, right? It's just like these people live in the South. Like John never, eh, besides reading Mandela biographies, he never. I don't think like do, is there any place where it's like being them being black is relevant like it's a southern it's a it's it's the south like it's like small town you think maybe at some point they would say something or do something but it seems completely irrelevant to to this universe um yeah i don't i don't think so i don't think anyone's really met you know but but again like you and I, i think we touched on this last time like this was kind of the obama era right like this was what is it 2015 or 2016 whenever the season was released and this was like before Trump, before, you know, like the the racist stuff like really kicked off. And so I think like this was like that, that, you know, that, that brief period where like the post-racial future seemed attainable. And so you could just have black characters and not call attention to their race. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, yeah, there, there were quite a few black characters this time, right? Like you have the whole Murphy family, you had the 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 one black guy who uh, uh, John burned his house down right the guy who like yeah. did the the, the the palm prints and claimed to like be able to read their future um, yeah. there was Virgil oh, by, by the way yeah so John took over his uh, wait what was this John took over his business and then was scamming people uh, what what was this oh yeah yeah season well, three he, yeah he was scamming people he, with Lori yeah why like I thought like his thing was like miracles don't happen in miracle and I'm gonna kill everyone who who says otherwise like why is he doing this uh, I, I, it's and then Kevin's in on it. Like, what the what, what's going on? Well, it's Erica just, left him. Um, yeah, it's kind of unclear what. Oh, he's yeah, he's with he's with uh, Kevin's ex wife. He's right? with he's with Lori. Yeah. Um, he also believes in Kevin in a way, right? Because he was freaked out that he shot Kevin, and Kevin lived. Uh, yeah. And that, like, you know, like weirded him out, and I think he's. So yeah, he probably like, believes in Kevin in some way. He probably does believe in miracles now because Kevin lived. Um, but he scams people. By well, it's not really a scam. Well, he scams them, but he doesn't take their money, right? Like he, he oh, he doesn't take their money. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he takes it, but then he doesn't keep it, which is all. Which is like that. Is that even any better? You know. Wait, what does he do with I, the money? What does he do with the money? Doesn't he just shred it? I think he shredded it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's worse. I mean, that sounds stupid. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's actually stupid. worse. He he should just like donate it to charity or something, but uh, just shredding it is stupid. But yeah, he like he scams these people. But, yeah, you might as well call it a scam because he is accepting the money um, with Lori. And so yeah, I don't know what the operation is there. Is that like part of Lori's mission to make people feel better? Right, like, because Lori was also doing yeah, that with Tommy. That's true. Right? Yeah, like, maybe they just realized, trying to be a yeah, healer. But, yeah, that's a good point. Being a healer, yeah, maybe they're just that's going to be sort of yeah. Everyone is trying to find a way to make people feel better, right? Like, so the book of Kevin is a uh, sort of like this, and then yeah, you have this, and so maybe, but like Kevin doesn't. Kevin seems okay with this scam, this one with John, or maybe you know, I guess he could he could shut it down. He's the police, right? Police could you could defraud people if you know people are committing fraud. I don't know, could you? Uh, are they break, breaking a law? I don't know. Then you get into yeah. sort of religious, you know, freedom and all that. Um, Another trope uh, that this show is relying a little too heavily on is the uh, I only have one copy 
trope. So yeah. season one, Lori needed her laptop back because yeah. or no, no, was that season season one or season two? Yeah, I think two, but yeah, it was two. Yeah, she needed her laptop back because she had her. Yeah. You know, it's, it's my only copy. It's on this laptop, and she had to go break into the landlord's house to get yes. it. And then, uh, yeah, and then, and then Matt Jameson is like, "Oh, I only have one copy of the Book of Kevin. Yeah. How could you?" You know, and, then he gives like, it to Kevin. and then he gives it to Kevin. Why would you do that? Because Kevin is skeptical of this whole thing. And Kevin is also like a wild card, right? Like even if you yeah. believe he's Jesus or whatever, like he clearly has like an erratic and chaotic life. Like why Maybe would you give him that, that book? If you think he's Jesus, you, you, you just have to you trust, trust him. You just it. Have to give it to him. Yeah, yeah, you can't, can't trust Jesus with your Bible. I mean, what kind of Jesus is he? He's pretty, you know, he's not, a, I mean, not worth all that much. Yeah, and then and then somehow yeah, it it uh, it winds up in Kevin Senior's hands, and yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was uh, yeah. So that was like a silly a silly thing. Like you keep leaning on, oh, there's only one copy left here, and then it doesn't really feel like there's any stakes anyway for those. So yeah, kind of kind of silly. I mean, did you? So one thing that I thought about Miracle was that at least initially. I mean, yeah. it kind of. Oh, by the way, you said John, you said John sort of believes in Kevin. No, he was there in the church with them, and he was telling Kevin, like, Man, "Oh, you're right, right, right." You know, he does believe in him now. Yeah, because he shot him, and yeah, and then and then he came back and saw it. I mean, that was <laughs> yeah. When he shot him, that was a crazy, that was a crazy scene. I did not expect. I thought he was well. Did I think he was? No, what did he say? What, what did he say? Right before he that? What, what did he say? Something. It was something like. Maybe your daughter never loved you. It was something like that. Like maybe she didn't. Oh, love you as much. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like basically, he said, "Like I know your daughter's alive, and she ran away." And then John said, "Like you know, why would she do that if she loves us?" And then yeah, yeah. Then then Kevin said, yeah. "Maybe she didn't. You know, didn't love you." And then John shot him. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a heavy scene actually. And then he shot him. I was like, are they really like that? I thought that was a bold move actually. They killed Kevin. Yeah, I thought they, they were going to kill him off because yeah. I, I don't think he could just keep coming back. I didn't think it would be that repetitive. Yeah. So it's like. It's like, uh, yeah, all, often it shows someone will go through this thing where like they're shot and then they survive for a while, but then they're like, okay, you can't just like have a near death or like a death and come back like multiple times because then it gets bored, right? So I thought that was the end, but no, it just he just comes back. It's like, okay, he just keep keeps dying, keeps coming back, like you know, he can't be killed, yeah. and so maybe there is like a uh, you know, yeah. So clearly, yeah, supernatural exists. Did you get this when uh, with with miracle at least in the first maybe the first half or the first three quarters? Um, that miracle was like, at least to me, I kind of saw it as an allegory for like what America is, which is like, so you have like, you know, so miracle is, is this like magical place where people didn't depart. Everyone's trying to get there. Supposedly there are miracles and all the, you know, it's like, it's this happy place that, that, that uh, attracts a lot of people. And then right outside you have like people camping and people trying to get in. People are constantly trying to break in. You need your wristband. You need like, you need citizenship essentially. And so miracle is basically America America is this special place everyone's trying to get into um, and break into. And you, you think it's special, but it's, you know, and then you, and then, then once you're there, it's like relative to the rest of the world, miracle is a special place, but then people in miracle find ways to like make themselves unhappy and like find ways to be upset. And, uh, and, and they're actually not any happier than anyone else. And I thought this was like, was this supposed to be a statement about America that it is, you know, this place everyone's trying to get to, but then you talk to the people who actually live there and they don't think of America as particularly special and they find ways to, you know, sort of disrupt and, yeah. and, and, you know, make, make their own lives well, they start, I mean, they more do miserable think that, than they, it needs to be. Miracle, they do think they're special, don't they? They, they? Don't they sort of have this whole, uh, I mean, they sing about it and say, you know, yeah, you yeah. Know, miracle, yeah, they have the songs about it and no one disappeared from here and we are the 9,000, whatever. And so they like try to create this sort of founding myth about it. But then the people there don't actually seem that much happier. I mean, the people, at least the people the show focuses on. And then you have John going around and like beating people up and burning their houses down if they claim to like yeah. have any kind of supernatural ability or or evidence that Miracle actually is a special place. Yeah. Which yeah. is maybe, it, maybe that connects to his like Leninism or his kind of like left wing activity, right? Like you know, like sort of subverting from within, you know, like, like everyone loves miracle. Well, I'm going to show you miracle isn't special after all. Yeah. How many times do people give the same speech? Like, no, it's nothing. There is no, like, you know, there is no, it's all random. It's all chance. Like whatever they, it's, you know, it's, it seems like it's the same dialogue, right? It's just like, people are like always like this thing, which Kevin, I mean, John is into proving that miracles don't exist. is like something that like happens to like everyone, whoever like has like a, you know, I think that 
Kevin and his family should have felt pretty lucky, right? They didn't even lose anybody. Yeah, they 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 should have. They they were pretty lucky in the uh, departure, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that was like maybe the one of the points of the show is that they didn't lose anybody, but it's still like you know it had such a profound effect on society and the world around them that it ended up affecting them anyway. Um, yeah. I think it would have been like it would have been kind of a. It would have been a different show if, like, you know, whatever, like, Tommy and Jill had a sibling and Kevin lost Oh, oh they, she lost her unborn child. I mean, we're, Well, Lori lost him, but then no one, you know, that didn't really, I don't know. That <laughs> Did it count? Much. That's your... That's, that's your not, normal. you know, that's not a real baby. Um, you know. <laughs> and, and I don't uh, think Kevin even ever knew. Did it? Kevin never, I think, never knew. We, we, I mean, we never, we never, women have miscarriages, like, yeah. you know, like, I, I try, yeah, that's just a miscarriage, essentially. And so... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, that was supposed to be su- supposedly like to to add, you know, layers to Lori's character that she lost a baby, and maybe that explains why she joined the the guilty remnant. Um, why do you think yeah. she freaked out? Remember, she so she had this book deal. She meets with the publisher. Uh, I pointed out to you that uh, you know it's like you know two two like middle aged white guys and a black lady, which is not what publishing looks like. It's publishing is like you know like early thirties liberal white women, um, mm-hmm. generally speaking. And then, you know, so the, one of the old fat white guys is like, you know, you know, you're, you're telling me all this stuff happened to you, but I need to know how it felt. And then she like freaks out and attacks him and ends up in jail. I mean, yeah. is she like, you know, was that just her, like, because I don't think like the, the show really earned that moment, right? Like her character wasn't that layered. Like if it was Kevin, it would make sense. Like Kevin's been through a lot in this show, uh, with his like mental illness and his dad and his yeah. hallucinations and being chased around by Patty, but you know Lori suddenly attacks, and I'm like, why is she attacking him? <laughs> like, yeah, I, think show, I think the show is just telling us that uh, women are weak. I mean, Jill too. <laughs> like, did nothing happen to her either? And she sort of, yeah, she sort of lost her mind too. So maybe, maybe it's, uh, yeah, maybe it's telling us that. Like, what are their women and patty i mean like oh uh, yo uh, this thing about the guy like think about her husband like liking to be liking to be shit on i mean uh, that's just that was weird that was, was kind of out of left field like i didn't really was, yeah i mean i don't know christians i don't know if christians would have put that in the basically that alone makes me think it's like probably not a uh it's sort of like trump is christian it's, it's like these christians who are just like they love trump swearing and it's just like like the world is sort of full of miracles and mysteries, but like morality is like too constrained. <laughs> I feel like the guy who would call himself an evangelical Christian and like love Trump. Like, I feel like that kind of guy would like sort of like the worldview of the show. Maybe. Well, okay. So, so speaking of Jill, what did you, so, so based on what we knew about Jill from season one, she was kind of a, um, you know, she's kind of a troublemaker. She liked to get into mischief. She, you know, would, 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 uh, cry while she gave guys hand jobs at a high school party. Like she yeah. was kind of a, you know, kind of like a tortured soul and kind of a troublemaker. And so in season two, when she starts to sort of halfway date or hang out with or whatever, fool around with the next door neighbor, the Murphy son, uh, who, Oh God, I should know who, who's the Murphy son leftovers Murphy son name. Um, uh, Michael, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she's, you know, she's dating Michael next door, teenage boy, son of John. He's like a very devout Bible thumping teenage boy. Right. Yeah. And so would you expect a girl like Jill to date a Bible thumping, you know, devout Christian boy? And to me, the answer is no, but Michael has a unique quality about him that attracts Jill. <laughs> and, uh, and I think, you know, where I'm going with this. But my question yeah. is, Richard, if Michael was white and everything else was the same, would Jill be interested in him? A white Bible thumping Christian. That's a good, that's a good question. Now, women are funny that, you know, they're, <laughs> he, 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 I think like a lot of it is just comfort, proximity, being a good looking, confident guy. Like the Christian thing is not, is like. It could actually be attractive if it's like part of like a man having like a, a handle on the universe. He sort of like like has confidence in sort of the world and his place in it. So it actually could be, you know, if it's like if it's like a sort of a nerdy thing, like you know, like a, a sign of timidity or like uh, you know, I, like okay. like 
you 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 don't agree. You don't agree that the, the if the I, I think anything with confidence can be done. I think the Christian thing could be done well with confidence. It can it can attract a woman. Even I think it can, okay. Muscle. I think it I think it can be done well, and, and it can attract a woman, but it can't attract Jill. <laughs> I just like based on her character. Um, and she was like, clearly like taken by him from the beginning. Right. Like it wasn't like he liked her and he was chasing her and he was like, you know, uh, she likes She likes the, uh, you know, I think you're, she might just like that. It was based on looks like looks because like the moment she saw him, she's like, Oh, hello. Like, you know, like uh, very, you know, sort of seductive. Just, just by looks. Yeah. It was a little too much. Like her crush on him kind of came out of nowhere. And I, 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 I think like, I was so so I wondered like when that happened once once uh you know once it was revealed that he's you know he like literally walks around carrying the bible that she would like find it weird or tur- get turned off or something and it didn't I, it did nothing to deter I, her I know nothing about women and what they like because I I find it very puzzling I just know like confidence and like looks matter but some but like he doesn't really project that though like he's not like you know like like explaining the mysteries of the universe or he's not like citing the bible as if it's like the word of god to her he's just like you know there was one scene where her the sink needed to be repaired and she called him over and that was like kind of a cool thing that he was confident and he knew how to use tools like that was like one thing but like that wasn't enough, right? Like I think it in was this, in this universe. The, the yeah. black thing. I don't think like <laughs> race should matter here. This is the Obama era, but like, but no, it sort of does because we talked about the racial. Tra- it's like you know, I don't think the know. audience would accept that if he was white. Like I just don't think the audience. The audience would be weirded out if it was a white family, the Murphy family next door. And it was just some like blonde Christian white kid, and Jill is just like from the beginning taken from taken by him if he looked like you know controlling for looks if he was like some super good looking christian kid then maybe but if he was just like you know like michael murphy is just like an average looking black teenage kid like he's not like striking he doesn't look like uh i don't know like who's a super hot young black guy he doesn't you know he's not like a hot kid he's just like a normal looking kid yeah yeah he's sort of a and he looks every bit like the like he sort of looks a stereotype of like a Texas Southern Christian black guy. Like he just, yeah. just sort of he does look like that. Would like a a, a white girl who's attractive. And yeah, Jill is like really attractive and really like. I mean, I knew girls like this in high school, just like like pretty girls who like to smoke weed and party and like get into trouble. And like they're not going to go for like a Christian, but the fact, but but they might go for a black Christian guy because he's black. Like that's 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 basically what I'm what I'm saying. Here. Mm, I is black an advantage with getting women, even for like women like that? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I think well, an advantage relative. Like, you know, relative to being, like, a white Christian So it's like, kid. okay, black is dangerous. Like, Christianity yeah. is safe. So you combine them. Like, you're the proper zone. Yeah, you have, like, the optimal amount of, like, safety and like danger right. and rebelliousness. Like, but, like, you know, like, like she gets, yeah. yeah. So she, if the white yeah. guy was, like, super, so let's say muscular. He had a little bit of that show, but he was, like, a Christian. Like, man, I, I do my reps in for Jesus every morning. Like, maybe, like, having that, that kind of work. edge with oh, yeah, the Christianity yeah. could, could yeah. work. I think so. Um, but if it was just a straight lace, skinny, you know, guy who tucks, like, yeah, like Michael tucks his tucks shirt in into his shirt, shorts. Yeah. <laughs> tucks in his shirt, yeah. He tucks the shirt into his shorts. Like, that's not, you know, if he was white, like, he would, like, he looks, you know, he, he reminds me of, like, Urkel or something, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's just not, it's not, I don't think it's, like, going to turn on that many, yeah, just the black thing's going yeah. for him. White guy tucks the shorts, a shirt into the shorts, like, the, the you know, gel's not going within 10 feet of him. I'm yeah. sorry. I just, I just don't see it happening. Yeah. And how did he become such a big Christian, right? His parents, his dad is like, likes Lennon Mandela as this leftist. And they go to church though, right? Like they go to that black church. Oh yeah, that's right. They do go to, they do go to church. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah, like they're, I don't know how, yeah. Yeah. He's clearly the most devout among them. Evie doesn't, oh, Evie sings in the choir, right? The church choir. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess they're kind of, you know nominally devote devout yeah yeah what about what about that guy who shoots the dogs with kevin and then he comes in and he's got like oh i found that everyone at the what is it the un or the senate or something they're all they're all like wolves i found canine dna did you see this oh yeah 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 yeah. and and then yeah like he took the the sandwich from some politician and says that like he's testing it for 
canine DNA. Yeah, that was weird. Like they brought this guy back out of nowhere. He he seemed like he might actually be like a useful and interesting character in season one. They bring him back and he's he's gone crazy. Or maybe he hasn't, I don't know. I also wonder if I mean I hope they don't do this, but I wonder if they brought him back and then they she kill can. him. Well then they they kill him and then Kevin dies and goes to the hotel again and sees that guy there and he be, you know, he helps him. Right. Cause the hotel only, I mean, this is another interesting about the hotel is like, it's only dead people, right? Like it's only people Kevin has met who have passed away, who he sees yeah. there. There's no, like he never sees anyone alive. So it's either people you've never seen in the show before or dead people you've seen. Yeah. Cause right? the guy had to kill himself to get there. Yeah. Right. The hotel is just full guy, of dead people. Yeah. So yeah, they could bring that guy back, I guess in that form, but I don't know what purpose he would serve. Yeah, yeah, no Hispanics. No Hispanics in this world. No Hispanics. No Hispanics in this world. Even Texas, yeah. No Hispanics. Yeah, which is weird, right? Because like they keep making references to Austin. So Miracle's gotta be, you know, driving distance from Austin. Mm. And yeah, Austin's got a lot of Hispanics, like Texas in general. Isn't Texas like f- how much Hispanic? Texas it's gotta be forty percent yeah, or fifty percent. Yeah, if it was if it was less than forty, I'd be surprised. How much Hispanic is Texas? It's probably thirty-five. Probably thirty-five. This 40. is forty. This is forty percent. Forty point two percent. Yeah. So yeah, they're missing. They're missing from. That's the other miracle. But does yeah, this have, <laughs> There's no aesthetics. That's the other miracle. <laughs> they didn't. Well, they didn't want to. You know, they're trying to. They're trying to keep the border strong. You know, they don't want to. <laughs> uh, yeah, no Mexicans are trying to break in. No Mexicans are at the border trying to get into. Or, the or even, or course. even in that little like, what do they call it? That little, that little sort of uh, camping area, like the little um, uh, homeless encampment or whatever you want to call it, right, right outside of Miracle, right, like underneath yeah, yeah, the bridge. Yeah, they're you not in the see, border. They're not. Yeah, you don't see any Hispanics even there. Like this is, isn't this like? Uh, I've, weren't there some like think pieces about this a few years ago? That, you, know, you haven't seen them quite as much in like the post George Floyd era. But I remember like mid 2010s or whatever, there would be, be the occasional piece about, you know, how Hispanics are way underrepresented, right? Like you turn like on the TV else? show yeah. in America and it's like all whites and blacks, right? Yeah. It's like, well, you know. Yeah, I think Steve Saylor, I talked about that. Maybe other people too. But well, other people who are underrepresented, I think are dark haired white people. I think it's mm. like they either have the poles of like white and black. Um, and I think that like if you're an uh, Italians, I think like, you know, outside of like the Sopranos and stuff, uh, I think are probably underrepresented as like TV characters. Um, I think so. Yeah, I, I would say so. I think the whites tend to be very white and the blacks, the blacks, uh, uh, light skin blacks are like Evie's color and like look is sort of like the most yeah. overrepresented. For women in particular. Yeah, yeah. Evie, yeah, yeah, Evie. Um, like, if you look at yeah, Evie and Michael, like, they don't look like brother and sister, right? Like, it's always, yeah, like, Evie the, looks the, the too black chicks. The whole family. Yeah. yeah, black chicks in, in a lot of shows are often light-skinned compared to, like, the, like, like Hillary from Fresh Prince. <laughs> like, and they all have, uh, yeah, and their, their hair is always, um, uh, it's always, like, uh, uh, natural curls, but, like, not, like, na- not too natural. It's, like, you know, it's done in a black way. Relaxed. It's not trying to be white. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, a fro or, like, you know, uh, I don't know, like out yeah. there. I don't know. But there's no, so there's <laughs> no like, yeah, like it's it's weird because like usually Hispanics are like, um, you know, like assertive yeah, and extroverted, yeah. And yeah. well, yeah, but but I, I just mean like in general for like the representation, like there doesn't seem to be a lot of agitation from like the American Hispanic community or to say like, hey, like why isn't why aren't there more of us on no, on TV because or in no, movies? No. Because Hispanics don't. Uh, there's not a lot of Hispanic community. I mean, it's not a real. It's sort of a uh, – there's some people trying to do the cargo cult with the black thing. But like there's not like – it's always like uh, like uh, someone's bothering Google for a few years ago for like more representation. It's always like Sharpton uh, or these black guys. Like Hispanics is just yeah. – But it seems like like other advocacy groups, right? Like like women have the advocacy group gays, right? Like like there's way more gay characters on TV. That, like aren't, there's only like 4% yeah. of the 5% of the population are gay. But then on TV, it's like – Thirty percent of the characters are gay. Yeah. It seems like, although not in not in this not in this show. Yeah, no, are there any nobody. gay characters? There's yeah, uh, who's gay on I the leftovers? A, yeah, I can't think of a single one. Yeah, is there not? That's actually pretty wild. Maybe that's the yeah. other. Maybe that's the other middle mid mid twenty tens. I think you could get away with it. Yeah, that's unusual though. Usually, like yeah. especially an HBO show. 
You got to have yeah. at least one non-hetero. Uh, I think you're right, though. Yeah, this show is like it's kind of like a very um, like conventional, like like it's like white Christian, like suburban. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, clean, blacks are like just. Uh, you know, it's like there's well, not much danger well, well, or crime, or I guess there is, but it's not like I don't well, know. but like some of the superficial things are like the tattoos. Like Kevin is like, you know, Kevin's like a cop like in a show thirty years ago. Like he'd be a criminal if he had that many tattoos, right? It's just like That's he's sort true. of seen as like a normal middle class uh, uh, cop, but he's like his body's covered in tattoos, like some kind of you know, you know, graffiti artist or something. It's very, uh, it's sort of like the normalization of it almost goes too yeah. far, like the normalization of tattoos. It's yeah, but it's sort of not. It's not that. I don't know. It doesn't seem that realistic in Kevin's situ. You know, Kevin's case. It doesn't seem like that guy should have all those tattoos. I don't know. No, I think like well, it gives. I think it gives him like. Uh, well, yeah, I'd be curious to know. Like cops, do they have like that demographic? Yeah, they probably have some tattoos. Maybe not to the extent that Kevin does, but yeah, my guess is they would have more than average at least for like people in their like age group and bracket and yeah. everything. Um, yeah. Like the other, yeah. The other characters. Yeah. There's no, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yes, that, no, that would be like one thing that stands out, but yeah, it's just, it's just odd to me. Like no, no gay characters, no, like no sort of like cultural or like no count, no elements of like the counterculture uh, yeah. or anything. Well, like I mean, they, they, the kids do play the spin the bottle where they choke each other and have sex with strangers and stuff. Yeah, but even that felt kind of safe. I don't know. Like it just felt like a, like like a kind of a more grim, like amped up version of a typical high school party. But like it didn't feel like dangerous. Um, like somebody would yeah. take advantage of. Yeah, the guy is. There just was no of, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't no have to do it if you don't want to. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was a hand job, right? Like that's like the safest. Well, I mean, safe but that, sex that's act. just yeah. But that's what it. But that's just random. I, I thought it had this thing where it had like. A million, oh, was it? Uh, it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think there was like okay. a spin the bottle, and it's like hand job. I don't oh, know. Maybe it, a hand job, a hand is job? Not, not high. Maybe, oh. maybe it's the highest level. Okay. It, it would, <laughs> okay. Maybe that's the high, or maybe that's the lowest. I don't know when you play these games. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Do kids play these games? Do they do this? Is this, is this a real app? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Spin the bottle. That's like it's weird. Like I don't. I don't even like. Does that game like? No, but it's kids aren't kids aren't really like, playing games anymore, right? Like kids aren't having sex. Isn't there like a whole Gen Z well, doesn't somebody, really do anything somebody, fun anymore? I mean, of the ones who do go to parties, I mean, someone's going to parties and having sex. Uh, like an ever shrinking uh, group. Where would what what a like? Would Jill be a millennial? She's like what sixteen in twenty fourteen. That's she's Gen bad. Z. Yeah, like the percent who's had sex. I mean, I think it's like gone down, but it's not like zero. It's not like nobody. I mean, it's like still. I think, you know, I think it's it's yeah, gone down. I, I mean, it's gone down quite a bit. I mean, I, I know what you're saying. Like, there's still people yeah. out there having fun and partying and stuff, but like it's an ever dwindling number. Um, yeah, yeah. And we someone should, like uh, Jill, like Jill is an attractive girl, so she would like go to parties and stuff. Like that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, what else is? Yeah, I mean, I'm. Uh, you, are you? So you're, you're still into this? I would have. I, I'm not that into it. Like, I probably would have like stopped. Like, I find myself checking my phone and stuff now while watching it. I'm giving this sort of like less less interesting. No, I think I think on. season two is better than season one. Season three is kind of slow. Um, I don't know. Like, I think the part of the reason why I'm I'm following it along is because it's short. Like, I think they kept it. They, they probably yeah. could have squeezed this into two seasons if they needed to. But no, I'm. Uh, I was pretty taken by season two. Actually, I was really interested. I think they got me like the mystery of the girls yeah. and they depart. Well, that was satisfying go? because that had an answer. That had an answer that made sense. Like that's what we're missing, and like there was like a big mystery that was solved. Like we're not getting that anywhere else. Like Nora, Nora's character. I mean, I don't know. I thought Nora was more interesting in season one. Actually, season two they try to keep her in and give her some some material, but she, yeah, I'm kind of losing interest in her. And then okay, so so the other thing is um, season. Is it this this episode? One of the episodes we watched. It might have been season three, episode two, where the very end of the episode, you see Nora, uh, but but she's older, and someone calls her Sarah. Oh wait, is that uh, I missed that? I, oh, no, I saw this thing, but I, I didn't know it was Nora. It was Nora. Oh, explain the scene. Explain the, Yeah, I guess maybe my attention is really drifting. So I, I, I think remember it, the. It old might lady. have been episode uh-huh. two, like before the episode that focuses on Kevin uh-huh. Senior. Um. 
Yeah, just the end, like the last like minute, there was a sequence where you see an old woman on a bicycle and she's like rides a bike to a farm and then you finally see her turn around her face and then the woman says, a woman says to her, you know, hey, Sarah, does the name Kevin mean anything to you? And she says oh. no. So this is a mystery and it's probably a mystery that's going to be solved, right? Like we're going to find out like why Nora looks old, if this is like a flash forward, why she's called Sarah, why she's denying that she knows Kevin is this like a maybe it will sort of tie into the whole mystery of the show if this is like an alternate mm. universe or okay. or maybe Nora got zapped into like some other yeah. dimension and you know like I think there's a lot of a lot of different ways this could go so I think we will get some kind of there is a mystery that should be answered uh by the mm. end of this season okay I missed that was Nora what was maybe I was just not looking at the TV. I was just not looking at the TV I missed that was no, Nora. It, was. Know, it was Nora I yeah. know the seed yeah I know the seed you're talking about yeah I, I loved I mean the most exciting thing was to be the cave woman and that took a lot of time that was like 20 or 30 minutes that or was, that was like it was, sequence. and I would watch I mean I would watch a, a show on cavemen I don't know why no one's ever done like a series on that that would be fascinating I, mean, I love that yeah. uh the um uh, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew they, they wouldn't. I knew they wouldn't kill the baby. Nobody ever has any heart to to actually kill a baby. Um, the uh, uh, and the other one, Hamas the other does. One was, uh, who? Hamas? <laughs> Hamas and the Democrats. <laughs> well, the Democrats. Yeah, goes without saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, but they. Uh, well, so what was that other thing? Where they, they like that was community in the 1600s or 1700s or whatever. And they keep waiting for uh, like the rapture, and then the woman keeps faith, and the son and the father lose faith. And then, how does that resolve at the end? There's no rapture or anything, right? It just it just sort of resolves. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The opening sequence. These were like, what were they like, Mennonites or Seventh Day Adventists or something? Um, yeah, nothing happens, right? Like, I think that's. I think that was based on real events, right? Like, there was something about like some Christian sect or something that thought the world was going to end in like 1844. And then, um, yeah, it never came. And then, like, they split off and basically, yeah, I, I, I don't know the details yeah. of it, but I think that was supposed to be a, a depiction of that. And so. But it's just, it's just this yeah. other thing where, like, people are trying to have uh, purpose and random. I mean, it's just, it's, just, it's just tiring at this point. Like, okay, we get, we get, like, that's like, you know. Yeah, it's a little too, like, I think this was a, something with season one. It was just like, it was a little too down or just like too too like grim of just like people suffering and trying to deal with the suffering. And the thing is like, that's not even how like most people deal with suffering, right? Like, you know, like, you know, the, the, the creator mentions the London blitz or like these, these big traumatic events or whatever. And like most people do just sort of like deal with it and move on. And it does like it, you know, whatever, like it, it people, it takes a few years maybe, but like the departure happened three years ago in season one and people are still like dealing with it. And I just don't think like, most people in Nora's position, if you lose your whole family in like a, like a car accident or something, but I don't know, maybe the departure is different because there's no answer, right? Like, I guess that's what it is. Like if they die, then you know, they're dead. You can yeah. bury them. Someone did mention this, I think in one of the episodes where like someone did die and they said like, I got to bury them. And that was like a satisfying. Yeah. yeah that, was, uh, that was, that um, was, uh, that was, uh, Evie. Cause Evie, Evie. was that after Evie got killed? Oh yeah. Was yeah. That, that was uh, Erica. Erica said that she yeah. got to bury Evie. That's right. Would the U.S. Would the U.S. So, have droned? Would the U.S. have droned? Uh, uh, would they have droned Miracle? I, I, I mean, mean, I doubt it. I, I, I mean, they yeah. did like burn the 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 house. The Koresh, in Waco. Yeah. They, they did crash. Yeah. And so did and that. like, I think yeah. like yeah, if you had yeah, a bunch yeah. of those yeah communes. So yeah. Well, and then they had like a cover story, right? It was like you know a, a yeah. GR member lit the but, lit but their cigarette. Yeah. It's a gas explosion. Right. This is yeah. This show is not. It, 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 yeah. It's like it's it's not reflective of American society in just like very a lot of ways. Right. There's like no racial politics. There's no racial angle, um, at least explicitly on the surface. Um, there's no um, there's no sort of foreign policy as like you know we, we said it like they mentioned Russia at one point or something. But like people would be looking at the Middle East conflict of like Israel and Palestine and like they would be going they were freaking out about that. That would be uh, a big deal, right? There's no like big partisanship. It's not like the conspiracy theories are like oh the Democrats and George Soros did this or like Trumpists like you know whatever you know killing people. It's, it's nothing like that, right? So it's like a very uh, sort of like uh, it's a throwback. I wonder what year. I wonder what year the uh, the book was published because it might be just be going off the book. 
I well, think like, a few like, decades old. That no, was, I don't think it's a few decades. I think it's it was pretty recent, actually. I want to say like late two thousands, because the yeah, I think late two thousands, or like like it was dr- definitely during the Obama era. I think like generally, the Obama era is seen as like this period of relative calm, and so yeah, you could make shows like this where like don't, you don't yeah, have to don't pay attention this... to politics. You know, the press and the media basically did their best to ensure that Obama had a scandal-free presidency. So there was just not a lot of like discussion in like the public about politics that much. There so. was um, there was a, this, Obama second. Actually, the Obama second term was sort of the the time of the Great Awakening. Actually, there, there was like it was very like, uh, the tail end. I mean, there was like the yeah. Trayvon Martin thing. They were like, yeah, there was definitely like yeah, yeah. sort of rumblings of it. No, the Bush era. The Bush era was the real. Where race was in the background. The 1990s, you had big affirmative action referenda. Uh, you had um, uh, like a lot of stuff on illegal immigration. It was really the 2000s that I think I, I look as the, like the real era of um, yeah, like the uh, ni- I of, think like 9/11 kind of like that. Like yeah, the Middle exactly. East became an all-encompassing uh, target of interest, and like all of the domestic yeah. politics kind of quiet. Gay rights was just gay rights was just starting. Um, yeah. Yeah, do you ever see this one Disney movie, this Disney Channel commercial um, that was sued after 9-11, like within, you know, I don't know, a year or something. And it had like all these celebrities like uh, like uh, like Hillary Duff. I don't know if that was one of them, but like the, at that level who are like, you know, oh, I just love the flag. I love America. It's like, they're, you know, the way they talk about trans issues today, they were just like really into like loving America, loving the country. Did, did you ever see this? Uh, no, but it sounds like something from that era, like those kinds yeah. of, I don't know, just like the, the wave of patriotism, like there were small things too. Like, I don't know, like, I remember when we would, when you and I uh, talked about the Sopranos, I brought up that, um, like Tony's desk in uh, the Bing, you see like a little, uh, tiny American flag, like on, in, in, you know, next to you know, one of the coffee mugs or something like those kinds yeah. of things. It was just like, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily see something like that today. Just like this kind of small signs of patriotism and yeah, oh, patriotic I think, feeling. I, I, think you, I think you would. Like, I mean, like Tony's not a, like in an academic department, like a, a small business owner. And he's like a, you know, he's like a strip club. It's like mob boss, but still like a small business owner, like the middle of America could have a little American flag on his desk. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I, don't think, I, don't like, think I, I just don't think like if you made a mafia show today, you would see that. Well, uh, made a mafia. no, I don't think so. No. Yeah. Oh, Less likely. Yeah, we should talk about. We should talk about. We should do some research on the mafia and, <laughs> and see like what's happened to them since the Sopranos. That would be that would be sort of an interesting uh, uh, show. Um, okay, Richard, are, well, are you going to uh, are you going to watch Napoleon? You know, um, I was told by somebody. I was somebody sent me a link to a review, and you know, I don't look at reviews or anything. Where yeah. it was like uh, it was saying it was like Napoleon is being humiliated. Now, I didn't read the review. Um, but no, I want to yeah, I want to watch it and I want to see for myself. So yeah, let's, yeah. let's do that. We definitely should do Napoleon. We can, Absolutely. yeah, we can review Napoleon. So, all right. Yeah. All right, Richard.